Indeed, there is a new kind of loneliness. You may be thinking about it, but never mind, we're here. This is Thinking Aloud with Ifoma Idibe, Henry Bassi, and Derek Ibinedio. And they would be taking us through their thought process. What is it really? What is this new kind of loneliness? Stay with us on the show. Because on this show, we think aloud about the world in which we all live in and all the random and deliberate things that affect and influence us, especially today, a new kind of loneliness. So think aloud with us. Stay tuned. Yes, great to have everyone here again today. Um, we're talking today about a new kind of loneliness and what does this mean to you? There'll be different perspectives. We'll be looking forward to hearing these different angles. But when you think about it, loneliness comes from being in a relationship. And if you're in a relationship and you feel lonely, then what kind of relationship are you in? It's, it's fascinating because I've read something that said nothing will make you feel more lonely than a bad relationship or the wrong relationship. Mm. So what is the point of a relationship in the first place? That's the thing. So, yeah. so what's the point of a relationship and how is it? I would, like, what is loneliness? Is loneliness your ability to to feel neglected. What, what exactly is loneliness? I think that's the first thing we need to discuss. Mm. What exactly is loneliness and how does that translate in relationships and in society today? I think loneliness comes <clears throat> from within because you can with, be with people and yet lonely mm. and you can be alone and not lonely. Mm. So I think it's, it's loneliness is the quality of not engaging or not being able to communicate with 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 you know with anyone and it's not the same thing as being alone because being alone you know you don't want to communicate is when you're alone but and you can be alone and not lonely which means that it is a state of being for me loneliness is a state of being and it doesn't really have anything to do with anybody else um, the only thing is that people can assuage your loneliness if you happen to be lonely from within interactions with people can help to assuage that loneliness and create that bridge for you that then dispenses um, with it. Now, social media, and this is something we've talked about. Social media, you're, you're, you're connecting with the whole world, but you're lonely because there's nothing meaningful, which means that the underlying premise for not being lonely is that the relationship has to be meaningful in your terms, yeah. however you define meaningful. Because when you, when you talk to, I remember listening to uh, this conversation, Boy George and his partner. Mm. And years after they broke up, Boy George, his own story about the relationship was different from his partner. And the guy didn't understand that the relationship was not good as far as Boy George was, George was concerned. So it's also about understanding, connecting with someone else. I think that word connecting is actually very crucial when we're talking about loneliness. Because like you've rightly described, you can be with people and feel lonely, and you can be alone and feel lonely. And, uh, yes. So, so or not be lonely. Or, or not be lonely. Mm. So, so, so when we even decide to take it from the angle of social media, where you've got two hundred thousand followers, you get twenty likes every minute, but you end up killing yourself. Yes. And the doctor says he was depressed, she was depressed, yes. they were suffering from loneliness. Yes. It doesn't add up. No. no, it doesn't. 
Because I, I know I read um, loneliness is one of the leading causes of depression. Mm. And it's like we said in that earlier conversation, it's how we have created the most connected world ever, but yet it's still the loneliest. Because I think one of the fascinating things about this is this is the first time in generations where families are living apart. You know, before families live, generational families live close together. Your grandparents were in the same city with you, you were in the same city with your parents. And this is the first time I've seen that people are so far apart, they can't even remember the last time they saw their grandparents. They can't even remember the time they were in the same city as their parents. So these things, I think we keep forgetting how tribal humans are. Yes. You know, so, and we have, technology has created so many isolating cases where you can feel part of something without being part of something. Mm -hmm. mm. And that's what social media is. You, you feel you have friends, you feel you have a following, you feel you have a voice. But <clears throat> when you dip down on the loan, you know that there's nobody to talk to, there's nobody to answer. Because too many people feel they have to put up a persona on social media, you know, because you see these things online because every now and then some celebrity posts these things where someone is attacking them on the timeline. But in private, in their DMs, they are saying something completely different, like, oh, you know, sorry, not vex, or I just had to do this so that, you know. So these sort of trends and this sort of behavior is what is pushing people towards this kind of loneliness. The ability to 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 say something, people hear you, but nobody's hearing you. Yes. But it's it's a problem. It's it's a real social crisis. Um, and and the point you make about family is so true because these days there's so many challenges that those connections in families and knowing that somebody had your back is no longer there. It's no longer. There. It's almost as if nobody has your back because everybody has their own issues. Yes. And and if you're lucky, you'll find somebody who will even listen or ask you why are you crying. <laughs> uh, you know, you mentioned this earlier that. People are working longer than ever. The, the idea of retiring at 60 is mm. a far gone, is a far gone concept. Is just that <laughs> you know, like people have to. People, 60 is the new 45. <laughs> so. You know, so your parents have their issues, so they try to sort themselves out. You know, they've invested so much in you and now you. So before you were supposed to invest back in your parents, yes. but now it's no longer that. Your parents are still investing in you, Seth, because they're the ones who had a saving culture, an investing culture. So you find them now doing things for their offspring. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a strange world. Mm. But I, I think also that um, we for, we're forgetting how to be human. Yes. Um, in our pursuit of the so-called accoutrements of success, we're becoming so individualistic and there's a consequence to that. This loneliness is, is a consequence to it. And so we can socialize with people and it's all superficial. So when we go home and we sit and think, it's empty. And people are looking, and that's part of another thing we show, people show on social media, they look as if they're having a great time. And yet people beyond that, you can sit and say to yourself, oh, I'm really feeling sad. Who can I go and talk to? And you have a list of people you know, and there's not Nobody one you can pick that you know will empathize. That's a really desperate but situation. Unless you post it. And if you post it, then everybody <laughs> empathizes yeah. and it's comforting. But sometimes you want that 
one-on-one relationship. No, that's the thing. That's and what I'm saying. That's it. the false sense. Because mm. you could post it that you're feeling down and people are giving you all sorts of positive reinforcement. But you know nobody is actually really listening really to care. you. No. So it goes back to real relationships, yes. real connections. And so the big question that's coming to me is what has happened? We've pushed the idea of individual freedom to these limits. So you find people who are individualistic. They go out there, they're go-getters, they're climbing and doing well in their careers, but they're coming back and they're being alone because relationships at home are fractured, relationships with husband and wife are broken. But they keep pushing the idea that being alone is ideal. Like, you know, it's okay to be alone. It's okay. To, but you have to keep your mind, you have to be wary of loneliness because we've seen too many situations where people have done things that normal, otherwise healthy people would not do. You know, so the idea of, let's say, sleeping with a driver or sleeping with yes. somebody, it, it wasn't because that's the most appealing person yes. to you. you this, it's because, you, you, so for some people, a morning of awkwardness is better than a night of loneliness. Yes. But honestly, um, what what occurred to me as you were speaking was the idea of meaning in our lives. Mm. And I think we've lost meaning in our lives. Mm. The things that matter are the things that we drove away and we're finding we have to come back to the things that matter. And that's a conversation that I've had with some some tech people. You know, I, I say we resolve issues to create others that make us go back to where we started from. And so we've created all these things that make life supposedly more interesting and more meaningful, quote-unquote. But the real meaning, meaning in life, people, we've lost it. And that's why a lot of celebrities, after they've made money, you know, they become ambassadors for goodwill and finding meaning in their lives and doing things for people gives you meaning. People should not underestimate the importance of philanthropy. Because it and what is philanthropy? It's putting somebody else above yourself. So we're going back to how we were, a community of people who became individualistic, who now find that we're too lonely getting all the things we want, doing all the things we want, that we need people to give meaning to our lives and make us less lonely. Well, can, is this is a problem technology can solve? Or is this Te- just like a moral crisis that technology we have won't to solve push. it yes we have to push it you see the thing i with technology is you know there are challenges with technology which tech people themselves have recognized which is the reason why they don't let their children play with, with, with devices and all that sort of thing and they've recognized all these tech people rich tech people what do they do ultimately what is bill gates doing philanthropy it's giving back what is uh, uh, warren buffett doing having made money Philanthropy and all his children are involved in philanthropy because I watched the story about their lives and and what is um, what is her name? Um, Most of them are yes, yeah. That's that's what people are doing because it gives them a sense of purpose in life, a meaning to their lives. When you're thinking of other people, you don't have time to be lonely because you're not thinking of yourself. Well, we keep pushing the idea that communities no longer matter. You know, people, everybody just cheat. No, not anymore. But not anymore. How how do you justify caring for other people? 
without caring for your own. You have to care for yourself. So you, you start, the springboard is you. So you yeah, have, to have, to have to care for yourself first before yeah. you... you Which is where, why you need to fix this loneliness. But, but you fix so, it by helping other people. And it's not always about money. You know, I find... So it's a thing, it's a funny thing. Is, chicken and egg yes. is what you're thinking. Yes. The funny thing is, we might not do for our the people around us, but we might be doing giveaway on social media. That's the thing. So how real is that? That the philanthropy, is it for show or is it because you truly care? But you know something, if you do it for show, you'll still be lonely. Yeah. So I would have, I would suggest that when we're doing things, we do them for the right reasons. Otherwise, they will not cure what it is we're looking for. Which mm. means that if you want to not be lonely, you have to learn to love people. You don't have to like them. Mm. You have to learn to love people and do things. It's amazing to me because every time you think about solutions to things in the world, that four-letter word love comes up. The idea of agape. It's not because I like you, but be because it actually makes you feel good to do things for people. It actually does. Mm. Whether or not you're the type to advertise it or not. Mm. But there's something fundamentally rewarding about lending a hand. Mm. And, and I think that the more... We do those sorts of things with meaning. The less lonely people will be. And that's why church is such a great place. Church is everybody's home for not being lonely. Yes. There'll always be somebody but there even to... the church now, <laughs> like, pastors have to tell people to hold hands and interact with each other because people yes. just want to go in, go out. Yeah. But that's, that's, that but doesn't that's cure pa the loneliness. Pastors yeah. now have to say, oh, hold your neighbor. If not, you're not even talking to your neighbor. You just say, hey. Yeah, you, just... you find people going to church and they just... Listen to the message, pray, and now. They're not connecting. And this issue is really about connecting. But they're going to be lonely. Those ones, I will suggest, are probably lonely. Because I find, you know, this um, um, M. Scott Peck, he wrote a book called The, the Road Less Traveled. And he said that in his, um, his practice, he found that the people who healed were those who believed in something other than themselves, mm -hmm. in the divine. And so it gave them an anchor, a meaning to their lives. And mm -hmm. therefore they were living for something other than just themselves. And the people who didn't heal were those who really, no anchor, nothing, just all about them. And mm -hmm. that teaches us something, that if we want to cure loneliness, our advice to people has to be get involved with other people, do things for other people, sacrifice for other people, because in that you find a meaning for your life mm. and you'll be less lonely. Mm. It's a funny thing. It's, it's that paradox again, that in, in doing for others, you have more for yourself. Mm. Mm. So I think people struggle to find, the, people struggle to look for meaning. Like too many people are waiting for something to, to happen. To happen. <laughs> so they spend their life too passive and then they find out that too much time has life gone. Life has happened, yeah. Yeah, and you know, life has happened. They didn't notice. They, they were just, just observers. They were just observers. So too many, So it's, it's kind of difficult to tell people you have to find something because they don't know what it is and they, they spend most of their time waiting to find what it is. I actually like what you're saying because it points to something a friend of mine said. And she said that so many people are lonely now because they're thinking life has passed them by. And this is, the millennials are lonely for a different reason. Those in the older generation are lonely for a different reason that they didn't find that thing, the purpose you're talking about, but sometimes they're waiting for the purpose to come. I find that in doing things every day, you suddenly find 
you've built what I might call a repertoire of mm. life in the doing those daily things that you think, oh, what is this? But it is in those daily things that you're engaging with people all the time. Okay, we're thinking aloud right here and we, th we think we're talking about other people's loneliness. But perhaps in even thinking aloud, mm. we're addressing things where, what is that word? We're therapists yes. for ourselves. Yes. <laughs> Let me tell you a funny thing. So there's a new type of job, hugging people. Uh-huh. People, hugger. Mm. people pay people to hug yeah. them now because we're so touch deprived. Yes. Because, you know, like nobody don't come to yes. my space, yes. don't enter yes. my space. So people literally pay people to hug them. Haven't you heard this person is a good hugger? Yeah, like... People said, oh, this person's a really good hugger and you're just thinking, you noticed. Mm. So a hug is not, you know? When I saw that, I was shocked. Like, how do you pay someone to hug? So, oh. yeah. But is it in Asian countries? Not even in the US, especially in states like california and all yeah. that so they find these sort of people that are into this these sorts of things so it's an antidote to loneliness and, and to the lack it's, of it's relationships how, yeah it's how the breakdown of relationships has just come into i'm telling it's become you. so focused i remember some guy was he wrote a story that he had not been hugged in two years and i thought wow and people say their parents in Nigeria, we're still them. touchy we we're very it's touchy still okay but <laughs> yeah. over there do not touch anybody if you don't want a case on your hand yes. because they can misconstrue it to something yes. else. Mm. But here we you still touch it. You touched me. You know, you could be talking to a guy, you hold your hand, you know, especially yes. the northern guys, yes. they'll hold your hands, yes. you know, people hug you. Yes. Like, there's no way you see your friend without hugging yes. the person. Or without it's a touch. Yeah, it's without a touch. Yes. Yeah. Even, and you know, there's an exercise that um, um, I did with a group of people and they said, massage someone's hand. And you know, when my own hand was being massaged, it brought tears to my eyes because there was a connectedness mm. at a deep level. Mm. And that was exactly the point, mm. to see that touch is very important to the healing of the human spirit. Yeah. So I, I think policy-wise, we have to take into account the constraints of human beings because this is a problem. Like, for example, there's a reason why they don't want to touch other people so that, you know, you don't get... Germs? Don't, no, you don't want to catch a lawsuit. You say, oh, I went to touch this person and this person said... It was sexual in nature, so... Litigious mm -hmm. societies. Yeah, but you have to strike the balance between... Um, no touch. Between, and, yeah, yeah. personal... So, ima so imagine that kind of society now and the kind of levels of loneliness that we But we know those societies. It's a Western society. Yeah. It's a Western society. They're looking for what to do with their older generation because mm. they're so lonely. I, I think it's in... Dern no, it's in Netherlands or in Denmark. They're trying to get young people to move in with older people because yes. the older people have nobody. I read about that. It, it, it's ridiculous. Yeah. And what the reason why I like the fact that we're talking about this now is because whatever happens abroad tends to sip down here. And Eventually, we don't want it to get into the... To that level. To that level where... Because like you said, the, the Andrew syndrome, they pushed certain liberties and now they're suffering the consequences of yes. it. They have an aging population. They're looking for replacement yes. and all that. These are consequences of policies that they push. Yes. And if we don't take a more measured approach, they we're going to suffer back. the same consequences. And we always get that ripple effect. It eventually comes it back comes. and we always come later. So for us, we need to be proactive on this part of the world. We need to hold on to what we have. The, the family structure, the community structure that we have, um, it may be stifling um, we're finding increasingly stifling because we're changing as a people. 
um, you know, our, our idea of, of living a good life has changed and the responsibility of spending additional money on other people. Because another thing with our society is that helping people very often involves money. Yes. And so you're sort of thinking, okay, I can't help you. It is only when that is not an issue that... Um, I am open to a relationship. <laughs> and, 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 and so the person even that needs help, yes. who is hugging you every day, yes. but doesn't feel you are helping. Because they want because the other... Want, exactly. So, so this, it's a, it's a <laughs> completely different warped, very warped way it to is. understand life. And there are people that you see and you know things are difficult for them and you would like to go and talk to them and talk it through. But you just say to yourself, well, they'll say, is that all you're going to do? Exactly. They to, if, you, if you, you've talked to me, you haven't given me anything. Yes. So if you, have, if you can't spare anything for them, then you also don't talk to them. So they're just left on their own. And so you get, guess what? Both parties are, are losing out. Yes. Because there are people who have a lot to give from the wealth of experience. And the love in their and hearts. And the love in their but hearts. But it's not money. And it's not money. Oh, but money. the only one thing we want and understand <laughs> is money. It's the money that so shows that you care. Can we really say we will avoid this same cycle? I don't know. As long as we put it in public discussion, people will avoid it. Mm. Yeah. For me, it's that the social issues are many there's a myriad of social issues and trying to resolve them you're resolving you're thinking you're, you're, there are people with different mindsets that are not meeting again communication you know and there has to be a way that we can sort of do something like that because loneliness has become a real issue in our community mm. and we must find a way to address it because young people are taking their lives we can't continue like that we just can't we just can't um, I think we've had a really, really good chat around this and um, we'll, we'll look forward to more sessions that have come out of this. And maybe some people will do something. Absolutely. <laughs> Become huggers. Yeah. Become yeah. huggers. And maybe people will begin to value advice without tying it without to money. Thank you. Absolutely. I mean, it's yeah. value time. The time somebody gives you. Thinking Aloud is a production of Boys to Men Foundation. 